It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily podcast on the Carolina Panthers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hey, what's going on, guys? Bill Rossetti back with you on another edition of Locked On Panthers. It is Friday, October 27th. The weekend is here, and we are getting ready for week eight of the NFL season as the Carolina Panthers are set to take on the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Yesterday, of course, we went through kind of the whole NFL going through our picks, and of course, my picks were already off to a flying start, as I thought the Dolphins would at least show some sort of offense, and they looked absolutely terrible, getting blown up by the Ravens 40 to nothing on Thursday night football. So hopefully the rest of my picks, including this one coming today with the Panthers, looks a little bit better. So let's kind of dive right into it. We'll jump in. We'll we'll talk about the injury report first from both teams, kind of talk about how these teams possibly stack up health-wise and and then kind of get into some of the matchups and what we could potentially expect to see come Sunday afternoon. So with the Panthers, taking a look at their injury report that we've seen so far this week. We started on Wednesday. Those that did not practice were Brian Cox, Ed Dixon, Ryan Khalil, Julius Peppers, John Theus, and Fozzie Whitaker. Peppers, of course, was simply just on rest. He came back to practice on Thursday. Ryan Khalil, still dealing with that neck injury, he ended up not practicing Thursday. And then John Theus and Fozzie Whitaker, with their concussion and ankle issues, respectively, also did not practice on Thursday. So they're the only three so far that have not practiced all week. We'll see what the Friday injury report has in store. But the other three, Cox, Dixon, and Peppers, all practice in full on Thursday. So Cox and Dixon look like they should be okay and should be good to go for Sunday. Alex Arma the fullback had a hamstring issue. He was limited on Wednesday, but then he was downgraded to no practice at all on Thursday. So again, it'll be interesting to see come Friday what happens with him. But with Ed Dixon looking good, there at least is your fullback role in case Alex Arma can't go. And then Devin Funches, Cam Newton, and Jonathan Stewart were also limited on Wednesday. Funches and Newton practiced in full Thursday, and I think this is a, this might be the first time, or at least first time that I can remember this season, that Cam Newton actually practiced in full on any given day. It seems like every day, every week, he's been limited, so that's nice to see that he's finally practicing in full. Jonathan Stewart was also limited on Thursday, and then everybody else listed on the report save for Charles Johnson, who got rest on Thursday. 
Everybody else was a full participant. Calvin Benjamin, Kurt Coleman, Graham Gano, Matt Khalil, Luke Keekley, Christian McCaffrey, Curtis Samuel, and Trey Turner. Keekley, of course, uh, Panthers fans were obviously very excited to see that he's been a full participant. So he seems past his latest concussion issue, so he should be good for Sunday. And Christian McCaffrey, who was banged up a bit in the Bears game, injuring his wrist. Nice to see that he's been a full participant all week as well. So as far as health goes, Panthers are fairly good. I mean, obviously some banged up players, but you're, you sh you would expect that for the middle of the season. But overall, it's a pretty solid bill of health for the Carolina Panthers. The Buccaneers, rather, they have an even better bill of health. They only had six players total on the injury report. Two of them have not practiced so far Wednesday and Thursday. That was Brent Grimes and Robert McClain. And at the time of this recording, I did notice that neither Grimes nor McClain did not practice in the media portion of Friday's practice. So there's a good chance that both of them maybe at best questionable or doubtful, but it seems unlikely that they'll be fully ready for Sunday. Josh Robinson, the safety, did not practice Wednesday with a concussion, but then he was limited Thursday. And then defensive tackle Chris Baker, defensive end Ryan Russell, and quarterback Jameis Winston have all been limited all week. But Jameis Winston was the same way last week against the Bills. He was limited fashion all week, but then came back and played pretty well against Buffalo in the losing effort. So he, he'll be good to go. As far as the game itself, Buccaneers come into this as a, at least at last check, they were a two-point favorite using the numbers over at OddsShark. So you've kind of figured just them being at home, they're just saying, okay, it's at Tampa Bay, it's going to be close, and just because they're the home team, they get the nod. But I think the Panthers can go into this. They should be able to establish some sort of run game. And if the line can get some protection on Cam Newton, I think I think this offense can finally move the ball. I know the offense fans have been disappointed by it the last couple of weeks, especially last week against Chicago. But I went back and watched the Bills game, and I thought the Bills did a pretty good job moving the ball on Tampa Bay. And Buffalo is kind of a similar team to Carolina, at least in terms of how they run the ball a little bit, and they've got a couple tight ends that they can throw it to. So it kind of gets me thinking that you know Ed Dixon might be able to get involved in the offense a little bit. Uh, I think Jonathan Stewart can move the ball. Christian McCaffrey, if they want to use him, because LaShawn McCoy finally got going. Now, obviously, neither Stewart nor McCaffrey are LaShawn McCoy, but it was also interesting that this was McCoy's first touchdowns of the season, and he got them against Tampa Bay. So if the, if the offensive line can get some sort of push, I, I think they could have success in the run game. And the Buccaneers also struggle to pass the ball, or pass rush, I should say. I think they only have about, what, seven sacks or something like that, I read. And... One of their best defensive ends, Noah Spence, is out for the season with a torn labrum. 
So they they did bring in Daryl Tapp as a replacement. So the questions that's going to be the big question for the the Bucks on defense is how are they going to get to Cam Newton? Are they going to be able to put a lot of pressure on him? If not, I think Newton can move around. We saw Tyrod Taylor do do that a little bit last week. Now I think Tyrod might be a little more mobile at this point, or at least they could be on even footing. And if that's the case, then I think Cam might have success running the ball. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And if I'm right, which hopefully I am, but I very well could be wrong. But if so, you know, Carolina could have an easy time moving the ball. You know, I... And again, I, I think this is a game where you've got to incorporate your running backs and your tight ends. Because I saw Nick O'Leary, Nick O'Leary have success against this defense. And even Logan Thomas, who was a former quarterback himself, now a converted tight end, he caught a touchdown. So this, this could definitely be a game where I think you see a couple catches out of Ed Dixon. And then you flip it around... On defense for the Panthers, again, Luke Keekley coming back is a big help. And I think he's definitely one of those guys, you know, if last... And again, going back to the Bills game, if some of that stuff is any indication, I think some of these linebackers like Keekley and Shaq Thompson could play in a way that could force Jameis Winston in, into some mistakes. Because if you saw on his one of his interceptions last week... It was a poor throw from Winston. He basically eyed his receiver, and the linebacker read him all the way. And this is obviously a better linebacking crew in Carolina than it is in Buffalo. So if these linebackers can do some of those same things, kind of spy on Winston and force him into trouble, that's going to get the defense off the field pretty quickly and allow more time for the offense to move the ball I also think with Kirk Coleman being a full participant, that should help the secondary. I mean, certainly there's weapons all over the place. You know, you always got to be wary of Mike Evans. Deshaun Jackson can still beat you with top-end speed down the field. Uh, they like to get both tight ends involved in O.J. Howard and Cameron Brait. Doug Martin has... Seen a resurgence this season after he started the season on suspension. So there's there's certainly there's certainly weapons on this team. It just hasn't fully come together. Um, but the issue and you you could get to Jameis Winston. I, you could definitely get pressure on him. So guys like Mario Addison and Julius Peppers, I think, have good opportunities here. They they've got to get to the. It's all about getting to Winston, really. If, if you can rattle him, you've got a shot. And if you can force him into mistakes, again, kind of like what Buffalo did last week, 
And that's really what helped Buffalo win the game. Um, but the, obviously the offense has to improve. Really, for me, the focal point is offense. I really want to see if they can move the ball on this defense and if they can protect Cam Newton so that they can finally get the run game going. You know, especially with the secondary being banged up, I think you've definitely got to use your size advantage at receiver as well. I think you've got to let Kelvin Benjamin loose. You've got to let Devin Funchess go at it. You know, they. I think they definitely have the advantage on offense in terms of their offense against Tampa Bay's defense. So it... I, I really, really think that the Panthers should do well on offense. I mean, I know we said that last week against the Bears, but I think I think this is definitely a spot. And the fact that they're the underdogs, they, they definitely seem to play a lot better when they've been the underdogs this season than they have been when they're the favorites. You saw it, obviously, against New England in that big win. And, you know, a couple other times. But when they are the favorites, more often than not, things go wrong. It happened at home against Philadelphia. Happened last week against Chicago. Happened against New Orleans. So it seems like the Panthers are star- the Panthers are starting to embrace the underdog role. And that's why I think that they go into Tampa Bay and get the victory here. I think they love playing with their... With that chip on their shoulders, you know, and forget the off the off the field drama again. You know, obviously the the whole Cam Newton walking out of the press conference. I think I think he'll come out of this one with a smile on his face and actually want to talk to the media because I think the Panthers get the win here. I'm gonna say some. I'm gonna say Panthers 24, Buccaneers. 17. We'll go 24-17 Panthers, which I believe would keep them... I forget what the lines were uh, the first few weeks, or at least how they were. I I think they were favorites in all their losses. Yeah. So this would actually keep them undefeated as the underdog. So again, I think they'll just continue to kind of relish that underdog role and I think that's going to be a trend that continues because I expect them I expect them to be the underdogs even at home when they take on Atlanta in week nine but obviously that's a story for next week focus right now is on Tampa Bay because got to get this win divisional game you've got the Saints playing the Bears at home Saints have a good chance to win, so they'll probably get to five and two. So the Panthers got to get this one. They got they got to get that divisional win, get to one and one, and get to uh, five and three overall, and keep pace in the playoff standings. So th- this is certainly a big one, you know, especially on the road. If you can steal a division game on the road, that's always a a big boost for your team. Again, especially going into next week against Atlanta. So big stretch here for the Panthers. Start Sunday. Got to get this one. I say they win it 24-17. And like I said at the top of the show, hopefully these picks go better than 
last night went. Hopefully Sunday can be a little bit better and I can feel a little bit better about myself about some of these picks. But in any event, I hope you enjoy the game. Should be a good one. Sunday afternoon, 1 o'clock, Panthers, Buccaneers. And with that, we'll be back Monday to wrap things up and start wrapping around the rest of the NFC South, see how the Panthers fared and how they stand amongst the rest of the NFL standings and start getting ready for the Atlanta Falcons. And remember also to check out the Locked on Hornets podcast with Doug Branson for all you Charlotte fans out there. NBA, of course, in full gear. So get ready. You know, for all you NBA fans, I'm sure you're already excited. You've been following Doug, so he's going to ramp it up. And, of course, follow the rest of the Locked On crew, David Locke with the NBA and everybody else. Shout-outs to guys like John Ledyard with the Steelers and the NFL Draft and just a host of others. Michael and Ben doing the Eagles, Mark Schofield with the Patriots. A lot, lot of great work, so go, go check them all out. So with that, we'll let you guys go. I hope you enjoy your weekend. I hope you enjoy the game. And we'll see you back here next week on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Until then, Bill Rossetti signing off. And take care, my friends. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.